To start off this video, I want to say real quick that this is going to be a new thing that I'm doing. I realized that not doing daily practice for recording is actually hurting me. A little while back, I was doing daily one-hour uploads on the podcast. And then I stopped doing that, and then I stopped practicing. Before, I was practicing one hour every single day, practicing my talking, my storytelling, all this stuff. And then I just stopped to improve the quality, which I'm glad I did that because my the quality of the content I'm producing is a lot better, but I'm missing out on that practice. So this is going to be a new series that I'm doing. It's going to be just daily practice. I'm going to be posting one thing every single day, and it's going to be posted onto my podcast as well as on my YouTube channel, but it's going to be unlisted. So it's going to be on a separate playlist. And I just want people to be able to see all the practice that goes in behind the scenes. And I'm not doing this to get the kind of dopamine of it, to get the instant gratification, or not instant gratification, but I'm not doing this to get the gratification of others. I'm not doing this to get the approval of others. I'm doing this because it's good practice just to practice recording every day and practice talking on the microphone, looking at the camera, making eye contact. But a little while back, actually the other day, I realized that I needed to redo my routine because I kind of threw away my daily routine because I saw a video. But I realized that I, I don't like being out of shape. So I started running again and I started exercising again. But that's beside the point. I also realized that I wasn't getting enough practice on the recording aspect. That's the one thing that you can't outsource as being a YouTuber, recording, being on camera. That's the only, I mean, yes, you can outsource it, but not for what I'm trying to do. The idea generation and the recording are the two things that you can't really outsource. So that's why I'm practicing idea generating every single day. I always do it in the mornings. I just set a timer for 15 minutes and I just come up with ideas for 15 minutes straight. And now in the afternoons, I'm doing daily recording. So yesterday I recorded a I didn't do this type of practice recording. I did a actual video. So it's actually, it might not actually be daily recording. It might be like six days a week or five days a week. It just, I, I don't know. Maybe it will be daily recording. Maybe I'm just coping. But I want to get into what I was taught. I wanted to talk in this episode or this daily recording. And it's something that I saw on a YouTube video. It was by Andrew Huberman. And he was basically explaining don't get a dopamine spike before or after your workout. So, or doing the hard things. Let me, let me just do a better job explaining this. So this is a method to crave doing hard things. And it's also a lot of people plan their dopamine spikes or place their dopamine spikes in the wrong time. So let me, let me get a little bit further. So a lot of people tell others about their plans before they do it. So for example, you decide you're going to run a marathon. You're going to start training for a marathon. And then you go out and tell your friends. You're like, oh, I'm going to run a marathon. You tell all your friends and they get super excited for you. They're like, oh yeah, you can do it. You're so awesome. 
that is a dopamine spike. You'll feel good after that response from them. And what Andrew Huberman said is you're actually a lot less likely now to actually achieve that goal, to actually go out and do that goal. So that's a dopamine spike before, but then there's also a dopamine spike after, like right after doing the hard things, which you should avoid. So he said, avoid getting a hot fudge Sunday right after the marathon. And that's because it's basically a reward that you're telling your brain. You're basically saying, oh, if I do this, I get rewarded. And he actually mentioned a study that there was a study where researchers gathered a group of kids who actually liked to draw. They actually enjoyed drawing and they would draw on their own time without any kind of push from the parents or anyone else. They just liked to draw. That's what they chose to do as as a hobby. And so the researchers the researchers gathered these groups of this group of kids and After they finished drawing their pictures, they started giving them gold stars. And the kids started feeling good about this because they were getting rewarded. Like, you're a kid and you receive a golden star, you feel good about yourself. But what they found is after they stopped, they all of a sudden stopped giving the kids gold stars. And what they found after that was the kids actually stopped drawing. They stopped doing the very thing they actually enjoyed and did for free beforehand they did it on their own with no expectation of reward but now that they got rewards they got that dopamine spike after doing that task they stopped doing it and so what this kind of this brought a lot of clarity because if you look back on the podcast i have a episode i'm pretty sure it was called don't tell people your plans or something like that and i kind of understood not to tell people your plans, but I didn't really know the science and I didn't really know the correct formula behind it. I kind of just avoided telling everyone my plans no matter what. And that was good because I was avoiding that early dopamine spike. But after listening to this, watching this Andrew Humerman video, it really brought a lot of clarity because now I know that I can tell people about what I'm doing, but I have to be very careful with it and uh, and make sure I don't get a dopamine spike. And this is actually very beneficial because you can use this to your advantage. You can tell a very specific person your plans and that person will become someone who keeps you on track or someone who, what's the word? I'm blanking on the word. I don't, there's a word for it and it's a very obvious word, but I forgot what it is. It's pretty much someone who like keeps you accountable. Okay. It's accountability partner. This person will become your accountability partner and having an accountability partner is actually very good. And I've never really had an accountability, an accountability partner. And so this is why this is actually very good because you can tell your friend someone who is on the same path as you, which I have someone in mind who I would tell. And then you will keep them accountable if that's what they want also. And then they'll keep you accountable as well. And so this is a very good tool to have. And so that, but you have to make sure that when you tell them, they don't applaud you. They don't, and you have to make that clear early on. So tell them the story that I just told you and 
make sure they know not to applaud you, but make sure they know what their role is now. Accountability partner. So that is one method. And then he also said, of so make sure you avoid getting a reward right after and then a reward before. So I touched on the before and, and a little bit on the after, but I want to talk about the after a little bit more. Now I'm making sure that I don't right away tell someone that I did something and get approval from them. So let's say I went out for a run. Today I went out for a run. I don't tell people, I, I, I don't tell my like parents or my friends right after that I went on a run because that gets that that dopamine spike and it makes it so now I get a dopamine spike after so I'm expecting a reward. So now I'm only doing the run for the reward instead of for the sake of the run and for the benefits of the run. And this is also a good tool to use beforehand. Yes, there are instances where you kind of have to say where you're going. For example, this morning I went out for a run and like I can't just leave the house without saying anything. So I, I, like my dad asked, where are you going? And I said, I'm going for a run. So, but you have to be careful. You have to make sure that you don't get like applause from them and you can anticipate it. So in a moment where you may actually receive dopamine or receive like gratification or a reward from someone, you can anticipate it and be prepared for when that starts to happen and then immediately cut them off. So what I usually do is whenever I hear, it's usually like my parents, whenever I hear my dad say, start to give me like applaud or approval right after I do something or before I do something, I always say, okay. And I just immediately end it. Like I always am like, oh, okay. Like I, I just say something to get the person to stop talking. And that always works. So that's a good, a good tip and tactic to use. Now let's get into the important, honestly, one of the important, most important parts of this whole conversation. He said, don't avoid getting dopamine spikes before and after. But then you have to ask yourself, when should you get the dopamine spike? He said the best time to get a dopamine spike is the moments of highest tension. So when you're doing the work, try and get a dopamine spike. But especially in the moment of highest tension. So for example, the example he gave was when he was in college studying, he would sit at his desk for hours studying. And then there were moments where he was like, why am I even doing this? This is terrible. But that is the moment of highest tension when he's about to get up and give up and stop for the day. That is when you have to insert this affirmation. He said, he said, teach yourself to crave or love doing hard things by inserting an affirmation right at the moment of highest tension. So he would insert it right when he's about to stop studying like based off of when he's about to stop studying because of like he just didn't want to do it anymore. And then for me, there's a lot of times where I sit down and start editing like a thumbnail or a video and that's a moment of high tension. And so I'm thinking to myself, 
I don't want to do this. It's so easy to go on YouTube and start watching YouTube. That's a moment of high tension. That's when I insert this affirmation. And let me tell you what the affirmation is. I don't remember the exact affirmation word for word, but it goes, as long as you have these two main aspects, these two key features of the affirmation, and it's, I am doing this by choice and I am doing this because I love it. So you have to have the choice and the love aspect. And it actually makes a lot of sense because a couple, actually all the time when I'm biking in the rain, especially when I'm biking every once in a while, I just get really hype and just be like, let's go. And this is especially in the rain. This always happens when it rains out or snows or hails. When, when it gets difficult, I always just get really hype while I'm biking. And I didn't know about this trick. I just kind of did it. And it was just a habit that I developed to get really excited about biking in the rain. And I did that while I was biking in the rain instead of before or after. And so that is a very good tip. And make sure now I also take it another way I take advantage of this kind of tip is while I'm bike or while I'm doing hard things or even while I'm doing tedious or difficult stuff that I could give up early or could just stop doing it. For example, when I'm in the middle of a set in the gym, lifting weights, I always, I I've made it a habit to not every time, but a lot of the times during specific exercises that I feel I might want to cut short for example, my shoulder press exercise is the one that I always like to, or I always cut short a lot of the times. And so I've made it a habit to just get excited while I'm doing the lift. So that that's the dopamine placement tips that I learned. And that was probably one of the better pieces of advice that I've learned over the past couple of weeks. So look out for the daily uploads and it's these uploads are only going to be public on the podcast and if you want to watch the video version of these videos then go on my youtube channel james radzinski and go on the playlists there will be a playlist i haven't figured out what it was what's it's going to be called it's probably going to be called daily practice or something like that and it's going to be a public playlist but it's going to have unlisted videos inside of it so keep an eye out for the next one which will come out tomorrow